welcome to Beat the Bell Week 2, post-Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, I'd say it was a very exciting game, but 13-3, the Patriots come out on top. Tom Brady gets his sixth ring. Jared Goff uh, is getting some heat from fans, but we got a lot to talk about and uh, some good, interesting topics to jump into. We're going to lead right into uh, starting with that Super Bowl game. Uh, Super Bowl 53 was the lowest scoring Super Bowl of all time, only totaling 26 points, which Pete the past record of 21 points. Uh, Shane, was it a boring game or was it a good close game? Uh, I actually found the game quite boring. Uh, I, don't, I can't understand why Todd Gurley was not on the field. If they said that he was 100% in the knee and the, they were just switching in with him and C.J. Anderson, why wasn't he getting the 20, 20 plus touches he gets a game? Uh, it didn't really make much sense. He, he was no help to Jared Goff who can usually re- re- rely on him as a little safety blanket because he can catch the ball and he can make some good moves on defenders outside. So I just don't know why they were uh, going away from that. And uh, Tom Brady just did not look good. I mean, he is the greatest quarterback of all time, but it was definitely not uh, his best Super Bowl ever. I mean, he didn't even have a touchdown. He had an interception, which was uh, partially his fault, but uh, got batted up and was intercepted. Uh, not a lot of offense. I know a lot of people like that, but I think that it's a lot more interesting if people are scoring touchdowns. I mean, when there's only one touchdown in the game, it's not even like a one-hander. It's just Sony Michelle running the ball in from two yards out. And uh, there was only one total red zone snap, so there was no, like, fear on any side of the defense except for the one time when the Patriots scored. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. Um, I mean, as a Bills fan, I love a good defensive showing. I love a good defensive showdown. When they played the Jaguars in the playoffs a couple years ago, it was that horrible game that was, like, 6-3, super low scoring. But, I mean, it was still ex- it, I thought that game was kind of exciting because there was some offense between that, too, and some good turnovers. But in this game, it was a, there was – barely any turnovers there were like two turnovers um like you said one red zone snap so there was no exciting element really to it one touchdown um I, I honestly just did not find it that exciting I thought the, a good close game could you like if it's low scoring defensive showing like say 17 to 13 sure that's a little something but 13 to 3 that's just it, it's super boring and I was almost getting frustrated watching it because I was just at different times with, like you said, with Sean McVay, just switch it up, do something different. Like, it, you got you got to give the ball to your best player too. And I thought Bill Belichick did a great job with managing that game though from the start. Yeah, I definitely could have saw some more action on the thing, especially since most of the points were scored in the fourth quarter. Uh, as we mentioned, Tom Tom Brady did get his sixth ring, uh, which is. Uh, Phenomenal. He tied Michael Jordan for rings in their respected sport. Um, uh, will he get another, Ian, before it's all said and done? <sighs> it's a tough question because Tom. everyone says he's so old, it's almost time for him to retire. But Tom Brady said right before the Super Bowl, I will retire when I suck. And I, I, he sucked in the Super Bowl, I'll give him that. But I mean, he... It's, he's still one of the most dominant quarterbacks in the game. And even if he himself on a different team might not do it, in the Bill, in the Bill Belichick scheme and the Patriots offense, he's shining. And I hate to say it, obviously, as a Bills fan, as I mentioned, and basically anyone that's not in New England, I think the Patriots are going to win another Super Bowl with Tom Brady. Because I think Brady has another two to three years in him, maybe. And possibly more depending on if he keeps getting rings um I mean that might sound like ridiculous but I can I 
don't see why he would stop at the point he's at. He's making millions of dollars, and he's winning championships, and I think he's going to be able to keep that going to a seventh and yeah seventh ring. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm definitely going to have to take the other side on this one. Uh, I believe that he shouldn't actually have been in the Super Bowl this year because Patrick Mahomes gave him quite the game in the AFC Championship. Uh, I mean, we can say that uh, the offsides kind of kind of tilted the game because, as you saw, he, he did throw an interception on that play and then it ended up being called back because the guy had his hand over the line. If it wasn't for that, uh, we probably would have saw a Chiefs-Rams Super Bowl, which would have been probably more exciting. But I think Patrick Mahomes is going to grow, especially since his first year as a starter. He was able to take Tom Brady down to into OT. Uh, he's got a lot to learn, and I believe that it, the AFC is going to be Patrick Mahomes in the future. And I think Tom Brady's going to have a lot harder time, especially since his age is getting up in beating teams like the Steelers, uh, who also have a lot of weapons and stuff like that. And, of course, the Chiefs, who were the one seed, um, had home field advantage, and you know they were still able to come out of that. But I definitely believe that the Chiefs are going to be on the rise even more than they were this year. Yeah, I think it is the AFC is going to belong to Patrick Mahomes here in the near future. Um, topic three, one week away from spring training, will Bryce Harper and Manny Machado start looking for short-term deals, Shane? Uh, personally, I believe that Manny Machado will uh, still be looking for a long-term deal. Uh, but I believe that Bryce Harper is someone who would uh, consider uh, going for a shorter deal because he might be able to make more money. And obviously, it seems that he's not really interested in in the place he's going to because, uh, you know, Nationals offer him $300 million. He still wanted more money than that a year. And I think he's able to get that with a shorter deal. Uh, I think Manny Machado is still looking around. Uh, he as well is chasing after the money, but he obviously cares about where he's going. Um, I've saw I've seen like the White Sox and stuff like that. Uh, obviously, both of them could possibly go to the Phillies. Uh, I saw Harper going back to the Nationals, but I believe uh, Harper is definitely going to look for a short-term deal. Uh, this might not be a, a great point, but Harper is also on the cover of MLB The Show, and uh, that game comes out in March, and he's eventually going to have to pick a team so he can be on the cover. So I believe he, they're. I believe Manny Machado might take a while into spring training, but I believe Harper is going to sign before spring training. Possibly a shorter-term deal, which would be more likely, but, I mean, you can't rule out the long-term deal. Yeah, I uh, I mean, obviously we're both Nationals fans in here, and we want to see him come back to the Nationals. But, I mean, at this point, if they haven't signed a long-term deal and teams really aren't bending over backwards to sign either of these guys, I mean, don't get me wrong, they're getting boatloads of money, but it's not what they're looking for, and teams really aren't, like, well, all right, I mean, let's just keep throwing money until they sign. Like, teams really aren't doing that. They're kind of just take, they're holding their own against them, which most people didn't really see coming. And I think Machado, obviously, with the White Sox and Phillies being his probably the two best or highest destinations for him, Bryce Harper with a few more options, I think we do see some short-term deals, whether it's for Bryce or Machado, I can't really tell you, to be honest. I mean, that's just preference and which whatever the deals are looking like um, come mid-spring training or something like that. But I think you will see some short-term deal signs, so then they can go back out and maybe sign that long-term deal next year and try to uh, get some more cash. Yeah, I definitely can see that happening. Even the Padres becoming like a, a possible destination for yeah. Harper, uh, which I would see a short, short-term deal there because they have not had that much success, and obviously he could, you know, uh, get out of there quick. Uh, going into our last topic, uh, will Anthony Davis get traded by Thursday? Uh, a recent report by Bleacher Report saying that the Lakers are supposedly out of AD talks. So, I mean, Ian, what are you thinking on this one? Uh, as I mentioned earlier in our uh, last week's podcast that we mentioned that 
we we both wanted to see AD and LeBron team up in LA. I still want to see it happen. I'm intrigued to see what AD or LeBron would be able to do with another superstar like that. He's never really had that superstar next to him, minus Miami Beach, but recently, right? I don't consider Kevin Love to be Anthony uh, Davis quality. So I think, uh, to answer the question, I think he will be traded by Thursday. Um, he's just, the fact that the Pelicans management held him out of the game last night, even though he was 100% healthy and cleared to play, keeping in mind this is the management holding him not out, not him saying, I'm not playing. The management holding him out kind of gives me the suggestion that they want him traded. So I would say that even though the Lakers are supposedly out of the AD talks, I think he will find a destination, and it still possibly could be L.A. Like, uh, um, he, they could definitely just be playing kind of like chicken, trying to get the Pelicans to be like, okay, yes, fine, we'll take the deal. Yeah, I definitely could see that being a possibility, but I do not see him getting traded by Thursday. Uh, I Even though Anthony Davis's you know father is saying that he doesn't want to be the Celtics on how they go to the Celtics on how they treated Isaiah Thomas. Uh, I believe that the Pelicans are just trying to get way too much out of the Lakers, and other teams are looking at their roster uh, thinking, oh, I'm definitely not going to be able to uh, put up guys like Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma, uh, and other and Brandon Ingram, all these young stars, and as well as four first-round picks. Uh, that's just a lot to ask for, and I don't think any other team in the league could possibly offer anything very similar to that. So I, I don't I obviously think they're waiting till the offseason because he does have another year uh, of control from a team. And obviously the Celtics could give them a very good offer as well. And they'd be willing to give up uh, a lot of picks and stuff like that. So I believe that they are going to wait. They're not going to trade him by Thursday. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a really interesting week this week just to see how that plays out, how some of the Machado-Harper stuff plays out. And to see kind of how like the follow-up of the Super Bowl is going to happen with some more backlash, as we saw Saints fans throwing protest parades during, uh, during the Super Bowl, which is absolutely crazy. But uh, that's all we have for this week. Make sure to tune in to next week's podcast, where we'll have week three and hopefully some news on Anthony Davis and some hopefully some news on Bryce Harper for us local fans. So uh, thank you and tune in next week.